に上がら関係ねえ<笑> Shall we begin? Into his coming I can do this all day Tear down this wall Although we are unscripted, I'm gonna use the script. You can be the greatest, you can be the best, you can have a King Kong banging on your chest, you can be the world, you can be the war, you can talk to God, go banging on his door. Have you forgotten, men of the West, how great we used to be? Have you forgotten the times when we fought to win and not just to participate? Have you forgotten how we breached the walls of Constantinople? Moses, Alexander, Julius, Bodin, Suleiman, Frank, Washington, Napoleon, Thatcher, Gandhi, Ronaldo. They were those kind of men. They are the winners. You don't want to be forgotten. You don't want to be fat. You don't want to be poor. You don't want to be alone. But you are there just sitting in your mom's living room, living in the prison of your own making. Think about your pride and ride out mid-world Grasp the chance, or you'll never be standing in the Hall of Fame. But if you want to be a loser, at least be the bad one. For all of those who are wondering what is this about, it's about the participation trophy creating losers. Okay guys, we are going full Jordan B. Peterson in this episode. Buckle up and Ikuzo! Oh, and look at how you doing. So, let me start this podcast with a story uh, from our childhood. Uh, let me start this. When we were kids, about six or seven, we went into school for our first time and we went to the PE class and played uh, a football game and then we lost or won or we were pissed because of our loss and then we started a fight with the other class and uh, <laughs> things like that. And then our teachers told us, boys, uh, winning doesn't matter. Is the participating that counts, and what the fuck was that all about? I mean, that you were literally crippling the entire generation of young kids by saying them, saying to them that okay, we we didn't have to fight over the football game, but yeah, but the saying to kids that to participate is what matters. Why the fuck would you participate if you are not here to win? What is the point of competition if you are not out there? To win, I mean, making friendships. Yeah, I mean, uh, and you think about it. When you're a kid, you have that natural uh, competitive spirit. It's natural that that you like to win and that you fight to win. And uh, even when we were kids playing outside, playing football, basketball, or whatever, you know, we like to win because that's natural. That's you know, that's this instinct that just likes to win, likes to compete, and uh, be better than everybody, you know, and. Uh, Along the time, you somehow suppress it uh, through the society, through through various uh, customs and bullshit. And I think that's really, you create a generation of complete losers and failures. Yeah. Let me quote you on that from one article I read recently. It's entitlement, laziness and general uselessness of the latest group of young people. That's what that sentence you describe so deeply on our first days of schools is meant to be. And uh, listen, uh, think about this. Uh, think about uh, what you're creating with, with this mindset that you're installing into young people. I mean, you're guarding them from failure. And what are you doing there? You, you're creating, like you said, this entitlement trap. And uh, then 
you're shielding them from this world and the world is going to make you fail either way in the future and when you fail at that time you're going to cry you're not going to know what, what is this feeling of i'm not getting the satisfaction and recognition you know <laughs> yeah and and also you don't get the motivation to be better to strive to be the best in the world in what you do so that's the killing of the hopes in my view in the children yeah and listen you and i both uh, trained the uh, team sports uh and listen we didn't have the best coaches okay <laughs> we didn't have the best coaches ever but w- imagine if we we are playing the game of basketball yeah and we lose i mean for, with 40 difference and, and my coach uh we, he didn't have to yell at me but he did <laughs> but he didn't have to do that i hated that i lost yeah. i i i hated i wanted to scream out of to- on top of my lungs you know because I hated losing, you know. And imagine if at that time my coach said, "Well, it's all right, it's all cool, you know. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna fall out of the league, and it's gonna be fine because we made some friends and went to see some new towns and cities." I mean, what the fuck was that all about? And that didn't happen, of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he screamed and yelled and <laughs> swore and <on us. laughs> So you understand, but you understand what I'm saying? Like, uh, imagine putting uh, the, the the explanation sort of a praise on losing i mean what what's that all about yeah you're got got you're getting the award for for nothing you come home to your parents and you're carrying this big and goldy trophy in your arms look i was there uh, yeah so what <laughs> so what did you win no win next time yeah i mean listen I mean, our culture is not uh, went into that phase almost completely now. But uh, listen, we're still kind of cultivating that experience and that. But uh, how do you become this twenty-two-year-old, maybe twenty-three? I don't know. Regardless of the age, person that uh, is just afraid to to go to the store and, and ask for the milk because he's afraid that there won't be milk and the the the, the store will say, "Come next time," and he can't take that you know you understand like you can't accept uh, the rejection and failure yeah what do you actually fight for what's your cause and how would you know you are good at something what how yeah and listen let me quote uh let me quote haikyuu uh, as one of my favorite anime and curious like, like uh, the main character says do you need a reason not to want to lose, and that's interesting philosophy because uh, for for people, it's we all like to win, but how much, how many of us really hate to lose? Because you can ask many many high performers, uh, high achievers, uh, and they will say to you, "I hate losing more than I love winning," and that's really interesting. What do you think about it? Well, to more hate to lose than love to win. Uh, let's call it maybe the right mindset well mindset that will take you on a long path through the sports to the politics economics or everything your profession is uh, but that mindset really doesn't uh, do anything uh, concerning your skills concerning your abilities uh, th- that's uh, 100% of the hard work and uh, maybe a little bit of the talent and you know it's right to, to have that mindset but if that's uh, what you're aiming for in some way, then it's not the best. Uh, 
I agree, and I was thinking about that a lot. Uh, but uh, when I'm thinking about it, when I ever experienced some kind of failure, some kind of loss that really struck with me and, you know, uh, hit me hard, uh, I had this uh, feeling, this urge to just go out in a valiant scream for 10 minutes or something, and uh, I never could understand, like, someone just screwing something up, fucking something up, and just say, well, well, it's okay, you know, it's all good. Yeah, I know a lot of guys, uh, men already, who are okay with losing. It just it happens, and I hate it. I really hate it. When I lose, I have the feeling that I, I don't want to experience that feeling not ever once in my lifetime again. And I know I will lose again sometimes, but I will try not to. Yep, when I win. <laughs> Listen, think about this uh, example. Uh, you're going, uh, we're both students. How many guys do you know, uh, they study a lot, they, uh, they they learn a lot, and they go to the test, and they fuck it up, and they're like, yeah, well, it's cool, you know, I, I have I have uh, time to, you know, uh, have the other test, the other, you know, scheduled, and uh, I will make it good, you know. Yeah, and what with the time you spend on that? Well, I... You that you did all of that to yourself because you wanted to pass. That was your goal, and you didn't. And you should be ashamed of yourself. Maybe you should be sad and everything. Hey, listen, I'm not advocating of you know you losing, you failing, and beating yourself like over and over again. No, no you, you just. But I don't understand how some people are just like okay to brush it off and not work yeah. to improve it. Like that's the point. Like. I, I, I may lose, I may go in a valley, scream 10 minutes, but tomorrow I'm back on track, you know, I'm back in the gym, I'm back on the studying, I'm back, you know, doing the work and making it great again, you know. Well, I'll stray from the team a little bit, but there's a book called Atomic Habits. And one of the principles in that book is that when you do something bad, some, some habit that is bad or it's easy, but it's unhealthy. Like we have the smartphones, we just take it and everything is in the palm of your hands and it produces more and more bad habits. And you are in the curriculum of that. But when you produce something good, you need to associate the good feeling with the action you are doing and good feeling of winning. Let's be honest. And when you win a lot, but you know, you get a, well, imagine if the Kobe didn't have the member mentality or if Ronaldo wasn't on the training one or two hours before everyone. Well, what, where they, where they would be? Listen, 100%. I mean, uh, especially around the athletes, you can easily see it because athletes are popular and you can see those examples, right? But, uh, for example, you, you mentioned Ronaldo and you mentioned Kobe and you think about this, uh, how would it be if if you got, you know, I don't know, you're playing the finals of the Champions League and, you know, you, you, you lose and, uh, which Ronaldo did, he yeah. lost one Champions League final. Do you think he, he just went after it, uh, you know, I'm going to stay in this bed and uh, wipe my tears and, you know, cry about it? No, I mean, he was he was back at that pitch tomorrow, you know. Uh, he remembered that... Uh, that awful feeling of losing the Champions League final. And guess what? Whenever he entered the finals again, he never lost. You know, this participationist uh, mindset, it's unhealthy. It's um, unrighteous to yourself, you know. It's the mindset that sets you to the world and you go. 
you do something, you get a participation trophy of some kind, and you think this is enough. I don't need to be better. I don't need to do anything. This is what the world demands for me. The world demands for me. This is what society demands for me. My job, myself, and you yourself are the problem. And you know this uh, this uh, mindset is breeding a, a generation of simps and socialists, and you know they think that everything will be okay, be okay, and in some future when they grow and everything, who will be our idols? A average man. Why? That's what's gonna happen if this continues. And listen, that that is so. It's it's really dangerous in some sense, uh, uh, because you you know what weak men create. Yeah, what Tough times? Yeah, well, what what happens when weak men take over? And, and you could see it, just to make a slight reference over over the past two years, what happened? You know, when weak men rule, so to speak, yeah. live in society as, you know, uh, sort of more than strong men. And uh, the problem is. When you think you're enough for just just showing up and you create this I'm enough mindset, which they used to tell us as well in our school, you know, you're enough, you, you know, if you... Yeah, and now in the college, you are scoring points just for being there. What the fuck? Yeah, I mean, you just show up and you have a points for showing up. What the fuck? You know, like, <laughs> mate, I can, I can be a dead man there, but I'm there and I'm... I'm better than anyone. Yeah, why? Why should you uh, get the points for showing up and existing there? I mean, like, I, I don't, I don't understand. And uh, one more thing, like, it creates this, like, okay, okay, I don't have to improve. Whatever happens, I'm good. You know, it's, it's all all right. You know, and uh, and that breeds, you know, uh, the other kinds of problems like uh, fat acceptance, for example, and uh, you know. When people, uh, when people are obviously overweight and mm -hmm. someone tells them, well, you're beautiful, you know, and uh, you're 20 kilos overweight and you're beautiful and it's fine and it's all good. Crazy. Yeah, or, or, or look at this viewpoint. Imagine the artist, if if his work are average. What's beautiful in average? I mean, when you see the Picasso and when you see some child from the first grade drawing something, and he's as good as Picasso, is he? That's why we need that competition. I mean, uh, to separate what's the better from average, the average from better and bad, better, and the bad and the best, and who is the best and who is a, a little weaker than that, so to speak. You understand that? Yeah, and accept it. Some are best. There's every field that has the man who is best at that at the moment. Yeah, 100%. In and this, we are not all equal in that manner. This, and that's fine. And that's okay, you know. Uh, to know that there is someone who just sells for whatever reason, for whatever, like, hard work, talent, you know, you know the vibe. But th th that's so important, you know, like, to, to, to know, to separate. This, this guy is better at football. This guy is better at economics uh, or anything in politics. You know, you just have to see it in that way. And that's okay. If he's bad, okay, you can try something else. Maybe you're better at something else or really do some hard work in this field. And who knows, maybe you will succeed him one day. Yeah, but we, we won't know if everybody is the same. We, we won't know if you're a better basketball player than anyone, if if everyone can shoot the same, uh, you know, the points or 
I don't know, like that kind of things are important, you know, and to know, hey, this guy's better, this guy, and this guy maybe in 10 years is going to be better than this guy. Like that, that's okay. That's why competition matters. Oh, and you know, when we started this podcast, we knew we are not the best in podcasting, but we are trying week in, week out. We are here every Wednesday. We are trying to aim at that top of the world in podcasting. And we are on our way there. We're not here for the participation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We are here to take Joe Rogan down. Not to take part, but to take on, you know, <laughs> so that will happen. Yeah. But no, listen, our attitude is uh, we're trying to provide the best and we're, we're doing our best hundred percent. So, uh, we're going to get better, only better, and we'll see what happens then. Well, we, we didn't expect to get anything from anyone in the beginnings or to be praised that how, how good are you? You should be at the top. Here's the trophy. But we are not, uh, we will be. And tell me, what do you think? Does the competition between the humans uh, are leading us into the faster evolution of the humanity or something, you know? I believe that 100%. Even when we spoke about rivalries last week, uh, we, we spoke about that uh, in some manner. Because 100%, when you're competing, you're always there to improve yourself, always to etch someone out, uh, you know, be better than him, that will will bring out the creativity, that will bring out the better of you, uh, that will bring out the new inventions, uh, better goals, better basketball, you know, better, I don't know, political campaigns, like, uh, <laughs> you understand, like, everything will come from that, you know, and uh, listen, there are some people who are definitely ultra-competitive, you have competitive, ultra-competitive, and all competition is basically good as long as, you know, kids on the courtyard, like we used to, don't get in the fight, uh, friendships break up, you know. But competition is definitely good and uh, it it makes us better, definitely. Yeah, imagine the world now if our ancestors uh, didn't want to win and didn't want to be better. Yeah. It would be a total catastrophe, like if we didn't, go out there with a 100% uh, willingness to better each other out, you know. The law of evolution is that the strongest survives. And where the law of the majority ceases to be acknowledged, the law of the strongest takes its place. So, lei del mabarate, what do you think about it? Rudyard Kipling, you know. <laughs> uh, listen, uh, in the organized society that we live today, we don't have to live in the jungle, so to speak. Yeah. But, but, we but we, if we nook ourselves out. Yeah, listen, we, we need, we still could take something positive out of that law of evolution that, that is ingrained in us, you know, uh, that we need to be essentially strong. We need yeah. to be adaptable, we need to be strong, and uh, ultimately, uh, we need to know that... Uh, there will come times when we will compete. There will come times when we will face failures. And maybe some of us will face some life decisions that could alter some great things. And in that moment, we need to be strong. We need to be maybe the strongest and to rule the jungle. So I think that's great for ending this episode. 
yeah, I think uh, that's great for ending this episode too. And uh, for our dear listeners, ladies and gentlemen, the message of today's podcast is please go out there today and win. So we stay genuine, uncensored and unscripted. And we always will, as we have to order our usual. Share us, subscribe us and stay tuned until the next Wednesday. Iguzo!